Has anyone had an increase in spam? Yes. Like all of a sudden, like spam was like, oh no, it's our going out of business sale. Or hey, <laughs> it's back to school season. So here we go. Yep. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now here's the question. Well, let me get to this first. So apparently one of the reasons why is the FCC had a June 30th deadline for anti-caller ID spoofing framework. Mm-hmm. And it says, and it quote, likely drove the highest monthly increase in spam calls in several months. Uh, another one here says 11% increase. Dang. So I have definitely got spam calls. In fact, uh, let's see, today's Friday. I want to say it was Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. It was like, they were like, oh, he didn't answer that one. All right, change the last two digits and call again. Like I got like 15 in a row. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going through right now. You said Tuesday, right? Tuesday, Wednesday. Let me pull it up. Tuesday. I had one, two, three, four, five. Tuesday. Look at this. Look. Yeah. Blocked. Because I blocked all these. These are all successively mm-hmm. right after each other, too. That's crazy. Yeah, I have, I had five spam phone calls on Tuesday, oh. which is crazy. So the other That's thing is, so I've been getting a ton of spam phone calls as well. Uh, by the way, you should register your uh, number on the do not call list. It's uh, 1-888-382-1222. Dude, um, I feel like the first was worse. Like, you can only see two people on this list, and that's all the first. Like, my whole so screen is up. New York, L.A. <laughs> I guess that's Louisiana, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, okay, so yes, I've got a ton of spam phone calls. What about, have you been getting spam emails? I don't know what it is, oh, but I, my regular email has blown up with spam emails for no reason. I haven't done anything different. I haven't mm. gone anywhere. I haven't sh- shouldn't gone on the internet. I have a couple of like, not necessarily like spam emails, but it's like just, oh, you should subscribe to this at one point in your life. Let's see what's going on on my junk mail. Mm, that all looks like trash. Unsent stimulus money. I'm sure that's real. Well, I should check that out. No, I, I should just, probably it's, it's, open that. Spam is like, oh, we're half off spam or something because it has been no. terrible. Phone calls. Uh, emails. I haven't got text messages, thank goodness. But now that I say that, today will be the day my phone starts just blowing up with spam text messages. And the ridiculous thing is, they've they figured it out. My phone has at least a little bit of a spam blocker anyway, because it'll tell me, hey, screening this call. No, nah, it's fake. We're not going to let it through. Mm-hmm. And only like half of those calls didn't. And they ch- were just changing like three digits on the last four numbers. And they're like, all right, call them again. Now you pick that one up, let's try it again. Yep. Oh my gosh. So if spam's blown up, I'm with you. Like, yeah. My, I don't know how we go to their house and bother them, but yeah, good gosh, seriously. leave me alone. My my spam like emails, most of the ones that come in that are like super fishy are the ones for like I get emails about Norton Protection Renewal Service. Like I have three of them right now in my junk email. Mm-hmm. And it's like six twenty four. I get one twenty four. I get one like I got one yesterday that was like, You've been approved or what is it? Uh, hey, Good news. Someone wants to buy your house. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Someone oh, wants perfect. to buy my non-existent house. Oh, my gosh. That's so About nice. Rolling in the dough. Wow, Score. I love this. <sighs> okay. Well, sympathy then, because apparently it's going to be a rough month for spam because they are just going out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, I figured out how you go viral, at least in the cooking realm. It involves one appliance everybody has and then doing something kind of ridiculous. And then everyone's like, well, we got to try it. Mm-hmm. Here's a quick lesson for you. 
No matter what you read on the internet, maybe just maybe just do a little bit of examining past that because I'll give you an example. AJ McCall at VFX. Apparently the new trick TikTok trend is called <laughs> chips. Uh-huh. And the way it was described in the article I stumbled across is that, quote, unquote, you stick noodles in your air fryer, you burn them, and then you call them chips, and everybody thinks you're weird. And I thought, okay, that's stupid, because that's what the article wanted me to think. Okay. So then I watched the video, and we can decide this, but the way I pictured it in my head and the way it was described initially is you just took pasta, you took the box, you dumped it in the air fryer, and then you just crunched on them. And I thought, okay, that's weird. That's weird. weird. It's not what you do. Okay. You boil them, okay. then you stick them in the air fryer so they become crunchy, Ooh, okay. and then you dip them or whatever you want to do with them. And I thought, oh, okay. That doesn't look I'm, bad. I'm not against that. Right. No, and they, they looked delicious in the video I watched them being made. So we can debate whether or not that's the case. That's your little lesson for the day. I figured out how to be viral. Right now it's the air fryer, but whatever the latest appliance it is, you get it and you come up with something completely unusual, and then everybody's like, well, I got to try this now. Well, I mean, good Lord, who's the person that decided, I'm going to put mustard on watermelon I know. and everybody tries it. It's this disgusting. Is, it, Everybody's done it. Yeah. See, I've been getting a real kick out of the um, like satire accounts on TikTok. Right. There's a lady who, she goes viral for literally the dumbest things, and she does it on purpose. Like, the other day, she had to open a crescent roll package, and so uh. the way that you normally open a crescent roll package, right? You twist it, you pop it. She grabbed a can opener. She did it on purpose because she does this so that she can read through the comments to see what the dumb responses are because people have no uh, creativity when it comes to stupid comments back. It's like, tell me, tell me you're blonde without telling me you're blonde. Well, that's tell me, tell me you don't know have any life skills without telling me you don't have any life skills like basically the same framework for everything but she does it on purpose as like a social experiment to see how people react hilarious her her videos are hilarious so (laughs) i think that's how you go viral it is i mean we've covered a lot of them ourselves like uh there was the candy corn pizza we did a strawberry pizza I, i i don't like watermelon but I, maybe at some point I'll decide to try mustard on watermelon. I think it's going to be disgusting, and I feel very confident my hypothesis will prove to be true. But this chips one, again, the lesson is, even if you read it, you should double-check it because I was like, oh, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it being made, and I was like, okay, no, that, that, that kind of makes sense. I think I would try that, See, and I think I would like it too, actually. I think you're correct, but I also think that you should do a spin on it. Like, this is from a marketing perspective, so if you are interested, then like you could listen, but... Like the watermelon on pizza or watermelon uh, mustard thing, right? Our friend Will, he tried it, but he did his take on it where he did like a mustard glaze on it and then grilled it and then grilled the watermelon. Still and hard pass. It looked so mm. good. Mm. Oh my I gosh. Can't watermelon. But I think you do something like that and then you'd make your own spin on it and make it fancy. There's your there's your AJ McCall tip to being famous. You're welcome. Just do something we've weird obviously, with food and everybody's like, well, I gotta try it. We've obviously nailed it. It was the biggest Perfect. sarcasm I've ever spoken out of my mouth. <laughs> and then of course and then of course you prepare for the internet to be savagely honest. Because that's what the internet does, because they're mostly a bunch of jerks who are sad. Uh, That being said, uh, being brutally honest is defined as being, brutally is defined as being savage or violent, is how you define that. So when you put that together, you're like, okay, it doesn't matter what you pair it with. Like, you can't say being brutally ice cream, 
Savage or violent ice cream still doesn't sound great, even though we all accept that ice cream's amazing. Correct. So you pair it next to honest still doesn't mean it's the greatest thing. And one listener's at a wit's end with her friend. So someone reached out. It's important to remember it's a friend of a friend. They established it pretty quick. Says, Dear AJ McCall, I don't want to be on the radio because I'm worried people recognize my voice. You can just call me Jill. Okay. I have a good friend who suddenly decided to be brutally honest. She follows a YouTuber who encourages women to be brutally honest and how healthy and empowering this is. And that all sounds good and well, but it's gotten a little bit ridiculous. From simple stuff like me asking, how do you like my hair? And her answering, you cut it too short. To telling a stranger they have an ugly dog, I find it just rude. I posted a picture of my mom's new electric car, and she commented that it was stupid. She saw the new back, uh, splashed my kitchen, wrinkled up her nose, and said it was too busy. So, uh, let's see. Yes, I've talked to her about it, and she only tells me how freeing and empowering it is to be honest and never have to go back and change her story because you tell the truth from the very beginning. Help. She's a good friend, but this fake empowerment stuff is way too much. How do I get her to realize it's just rude and brutal? Jill. So I've started listening to a new book, and it's all about empowerment. It's all about uh, taking control of your life. Big, big fan of it. There is a line to be towed that you still can be like... Courteous? Is that the right word? You don't have to you don't have to lie. You don't have to say, Oh my gosh, I love your backsplash. Just get creative with it. Like it's nice. It's nice for you. That's not a lie. Not that is hideous. That should never go anywhere. That literally looks like a turd you took off and polished and put on the wall. Nobody asked for that. All you have to say is it's nice for you. Or, I mean, even still, I guess if you wanted to own up, uh, try to think of this. Because I'm with McCall. Like, I hear that stuff. And to me, it comes across as rude as well. Yeah. But you could be like, it's just, you know, it seems nice. Like the backsplash one is an example. It seems like I wouldn't do it. But even but, then, you know, even then, that's like, that's a, that's a slight of hand backhand is what it is. If you say, oh, I wouldn't do it. Well, like think- it's honest, but also it's like these guys are showing you something they're very excited about. You would never talk to a child. A child could come up to you and show you a painting and you would never say that looks like trash. Why would you ever do that? Zero of 10 stars. Not you would the you would never say that. You just speak to people like you speak to children. Right. You just uh, just be kind. Uh, I, I think in bits and pieces like I'm, I'm with, so if they're excited about the uh, we're focusing on the backsplash. That's the one we're working right. on. So the backsplash one specifically, I agree that you need to handle things with kid gloves, but also if they're going to get mad, like if you find a way to tactfully say that you don't like it, then, and they get upset that it's like, well, well then if you don't want my opinion, then you don't ask for my opinion. Cause I have plenty of family members who just want opinions to, um, back up what they're already thinking. Right. So then when you disagree, they get mad and then they do it anyway. And it's like, right. well, then don't ask me. But what benefit does it have to say to somebody that you don't like their backsplash? It, eh, it doesn't, there's fair. nothing, there's nothing that you're bad. Just yeah. say no, it's nice and you leave it alone. Like, Hey, what do you think about my boyfriend who cheated on me three times or whatever? That's different. That's different. You can have an opinion. He's going to send straight- you a happy birthday text. I think. Obviously. <laughs> You can, you can still have an opinion that's straightforward in this situation. You weigh out the situations. You figure out which ones need brutal yeah, no, honesty. Fair. She's right. I take it back. That's right. In the backsplash one, you're not going to be benefit. That's fair. It I, doesn't help as, anybody. As a whole as a whole opinion, though, like with important stuff, yeah. If they're going to get mad, be like, well, then don't ask me about important stuff. But the backsplash, you're right. Right. You're if right. somebody says, what you're do you right. think about my backsplash? You can say, it's nice. 
I personally don't like the color combination if I were putting it in my own kitchen, but if you like it, then I'll support you so in it. I was it. watching Whatever. Discovery TV the other day, and actually what you should have done. Uh, yeah. So solutions for this. She said she's had conversations. She ain't listening. The only thing I can come up with is be brutally honest back to her. Agreed. The because problem is that could backfire, and she'd be like, this is great. Well, I don't think it would, though. I think I don't at, think so either. At, at the end of the day, everybody has a fragile ego. And so if you end up coming back and you say to her, hey, you're being really mean, or you ask her specifically, why are you being unkind to me? And if she says, well, I'm just being brutally honest, say, it's not nice. I feel like you are attacking me. It's not kind on your part. I'm- and if they say... Because I know how this goes, because I have people that are in my life that would say, well, that's on you then, because obviously you have some insecurities that you're dealing with over there. Then you just react, well, then we shouldn't be friends. Uh, by the way, brutally is defined as in a savagely violent way. Mm-hmm. So FYI, that, that might, just for reference, if you wanted to pull that right. up, that something I don't, useful. Maybe. I don't need friends who are going to be savagely brutal to me. I don't need that. Except producer Butters. Because he's, well, I wouldn't describe him as brutally honest. I would describe him as bluntly honest. Blunt, yes. Which is a, not li- it's a little bit nicer. Yeah. It's not as violent. It doesn't hurt it's my dull, soul as much. Smidge. But sometimes they say that it's better if it were like sharp than dull. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure a sharp knife is much better no matter what the situation than a dull knife. And the answer to how we deal with him is, oh, you just crack jokes and then hopefully he kind of gets the message. Usually, what we do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of brutally honest, Florida is crazy. Yeah. That wasn't brutal. That was just honest. It is time. It is time. It is time to get crazy. Pow, pow, pow. That's just the first draft of the Florida Not <laughs> theme song. All right. Uh, Stranger Bridges left Florida Not with AJ McCall on VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, we got headline number one. Some guy got arrested after taking a taxi to rob a local bank for eight grand. And then he thought, that's not enough. So he went to another bank, robbed it. He didn't get near as much. And then he went home in the taxi and got arrested because, you know, what, taxi. Like, what? Takes your information, man. What did he think? The dude was going to be able, unless he's like sitting in there with the hood, in which case I don't think the taxi guy is going to give him a second ride. I think he's be like, all right, cool, deuces. Yeah, I don't know what he did with the money because it was never found. So there's story one. Hmm. Story number two. A contraband booze ring got exposed by drunk buffaloes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. So I said too. Okay. And then we got uh, headline number three. A DoorDash driver got arrested. So the cop actually, good news, ended up delivering his order. So oh, that's I'm cool. glad that the person got their food still. That's cool. There you go. Three crazy stories. I mean, I mean, if you're that person... Now, I guess now if you ordered it, you wanted it, but then you'd be like, I, I hope they kind of don't deliver it because my driver got arrested. Because that sounds like some really sweet gift cards. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to hear about story number two. I know. Oh, a few Buffalo get hammered and they solve a crime. Everybody says they're heroes. Yep. Anybody else just wanders around random areas hammering? Like, hey, that person's a menace to society. It's wow. a double standard. Oh, okay. Stranger Bridge Lynn, Florida, not on VFX with AJ and McCall. The real question, obviously, is, Jen, how in the heck does some drunk buffalo solve a crime? I don't know. That's pretty crazy. I know. 
put them on the police force. Let's do it. All right, three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, so we got story number one. Some guy got arrested after taking a taxi to rob a local bank. He got Idiot. eight grand from it, and I guess that wasn't like enough because he told the taxi driver, hey, take me to this other local bank, and then he got another $1,000 from this other local bank, mm. which really, that's not that, I mean, good for you, I guess. Like, if a thousand bucks were to show up in my lap, I'd be thrilled about it. But if I had to rob someplace about it, I wouldn't be. I can tell you, it doesn't sound like robbing banks is where the money's at. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love nine grand, like McCall said with a thousand. But, like, that's a lot of work for just nine thousand dollars. Correct. And I wonder how much the taxi cost him. I know. It probably cost him like a thousand dollars. He's like, hey, cut me in, man. I won't tell. And then he told the cops. Because That's the, where the money went. Yep. He took the taxi back home, and then he got arrested. But, uh, you know, it was an easy time to find this guy. He ended up getting arrested at his home. The money was never found, though. So where'd the money go? We have no idea. The taxi guy has it. It's the perfect crime. The taxi guy. He's got to have it. So there's story number one. Story number two, three farmers had their contraband booze discovered. Some of the bottles broke, I guess, and the buffaloes drank it and got wasted. So, um, I, I don't know. It's unclear. I don't remember that. On, I don't remember that part in the home home on a range. I don't remember like the buffalo get trashed and yeah. stumble around. I don't remember that part. I, I don't either. I don't either. So I guess they had it hidden in a trough that the bunk- buffaloes drank from. Well, that's and then a it- terrible place to hide it. I know. And then it broke. And then, of course, they're going to drink it. Hello? Why would they not? It's in their water. You literally, there's there's somebody's poison the water hole. I think that's they what's wanted going them to here. drink it. They had to have. So anyway, uh, unclear what charges these guys are facing because of drunk buffaloes, but there's story two. And then story number three, a door draft. DoorDash driver got arrested last week because he was caught driving without a license, which is so dumb. Okay, you have you are in charge of driving. That's literally your job if you're DoorDashing. Like, wait, hold on. Right. Yep, we checked. McCall's right. Yeah, thank that's you. their job. <laughs> thank you. Well, I mean, they, they they do a little bit of walking, but mostly the driving part. So this guy had an outstanding warrant. So the cops arrested him because you can't. He's 22 years old. Anyway, I'm curious what his order was, but good news, the cops stepped in. They ended up delivering the food that he had in his car. The lady, like, freaked out when she, when they knocked on the <laughs> door. Just and she goes, What's going that? on? And they're like, oh, no, here's just your food. Sorry, your guy got arrested. I would have panicked, too. Like, why are the police at my house? So there you go. Three crazy <laughs> stories. Okay, Jen, I think by process of elimination, follow me here. So, yes, someone is an idiot and got arrested in story number three. But the crux of the story, the main point, is that the police officer delivered the food. That's a good deed. Three out. Story number two, yeah. buffaloes get absolutely plastered, and it's hilarious. However, I feel very confident they do not exist in Florida. That's what I'm thinking, too. So by process of elimination, we both are on story number one, correct? Number one, yes. Number one. All right, McCall. Is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. Yeah. We've, we've got you hooked up with an Aquatech car wash as well as qualified for the year certificate will be given away at the end of the month for Logan Lanes. Hang on the line and we'll grab some info from you, okay? Great. Thank you. I mean, I wanted it to be the drunk buffalo for what it's worth. I really did. Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you not pick the heroes? That's the other thing, too. The, that story featured heroes, as funny as it was. So there were two hero stories and then one just dumb criminal story with a mysterious taxi driver who may or may not have actually made off with the cash. Congratulations to Jan. She wins Florida Knot. Stranger Bridgeland, Florida Knot.
That is not the end, though, of animals, let's just say, getting plastered for Florida. <laughs> not because there's actually a legitimate concern for all you fishers out there. Oh. Already this morning, right, we heard that Utah's going to expand the fishing thing, right, because there's right. not enough water. Limits, right. Yeah. Well, the study came from uh, the Czech Republic, but it's still concerning. Fish are getting high. One of my favorite things is to go back and watch those old PSAs from, you know, back in the day when, quote, unquote, we didn't know it any better. And they say, like, ridiculous health things like, oh, my gosh, weed, it'll make you gay. And it's like, oh, no. Right. They're so dumb. We, yeah, right. But I, I love the voice that the dude does in all of them. He's always so serious. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. So let me, let, me, let me try. Here we go. Right. You should be concerned this fishing season because your fish are getting high. What? <laughs> so... It's worth noting that it was done in the Czech Republic, the country. However, the study found that uh, trout, specifically brown trout is who they studied, can get hooked on meth. And in fact, they found that some of the trout in their area are hooked on meth because they put 40 brown trout in a tank and gave them an option to swim towards water that didn't have meth in it and swim towards water that did have meth in it. And they were like, well, don't mind if I do. And they swam to the meth water. So your fish are getting high. So we got high fish. We've got drunk buffaloes. I mean, the pandemic was rough on all of us, guys. We got to remember that. Yeah, it was. Maybe just maybe go out fishing this season. Just keep an eye out for the fish, you know, whose teeth have fallen out. I don't necessarily think that we're going to have to worry about it here. I would hope not. Maybe. But also, I feel like that's the exact same thing everybody says right before your fish get high. Don't you see any movie ever, McCall? He's like, no, my kid wouldn't be the one that... And guess what? That's the kid that's... Yep. So, look, I think we have very respectable, upstanding fish as well. I don't know. I'm not an outdoorsy guy. Look who you're talking to. But go, fish. I think we have very upstanding fish who, who do what they're supposed to and contribute to fish society, whatever that means. But... Nah. <laughs> I don't think so. That's you why have, they that's why they increased the fishing. That's that's why they increased it so some, that you can get more fish now. Just so you know. Fish out of here. Heads up, there's details at cashvalleydaily.com on increased trout limits. <laughs> Just so you know. You know what fish uses drug, drugs? Those tiger muskies. Look at them. Dude, they those use them to get high. Those, murder are, you. Those, those fish are coked out of their minds. I have, no, I have watched those fish on a kayak and I've just like looked at them and I'm like, "Huh, you know what?" Yeah, I'd prefer to never have seen that. Never see that again. Because they just, like, they look like they're going to just, like, nom you. And they'd feel great about it. They'd be like, you never guess what I did today, Mom. I nommed a human. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Oh, good job, Johnny. Only three more to go and you beat your brother's personal best. They're coked out of their minds. They're scary. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I don't like them. Don't like them. Bonus Florida on VFX. Okay, so let's talk about animals not on drugs. I need a ruling because yesterday, I, I don't, I'm not going to say stealing because that'll shade your opinion. I'm just going to say that yesterday I may have almost forcibly, creatively adopted a cat. What? Yesterday I almost forcibly, no, nah, no, nah, wouldn't, wouldn't against the cat's will. The AJ cat McCall was, VFX. I, cat was good with it? I, th- I think so. I almost. Oh, okay creatively rescued oh. a cat off the street. Here, I, I need a ruling. So it's not that I'm unfamiliar with stray cats. My family has a soft spot. My dad right. and stepmom specifically have a soft spot for cats. So we've adopted them before. Mm-hmm. My question is, if they're neighborhood cats, but they don't have tags, 
What is the verdict there? Because there was a cat yesterday. I was out on my walk who we've seen before. Ashley and I have seen at least once before. And I think he was at the same house he was the first time. But no collar. And he followed me for half a block and then he got scared by a car and he ran away. I think for the most part, the ruling is no. I know what I know what the correct answer is for those are like, you're supposed to go turn it in and then you do this because you can't. I know. I know what the correct steps are. No, that was never an option. But no. So it's hard to know because I have a couple of friends in like my neighborhood. And mind you, we've got like an acre and a third. So I have a lot of field lions, as you would call them, that are just running around. And there are lots of cats that are around there that live there that are like my neighbor's cats or whatever. And they don't have tags but I think they're microchipped, so that's. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's the mm. thing is I that don't get you busted for stealing a low jacked cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> usually Gosh, there's somebody. Usually there's somebody. Sometimes they're not, but usually there's somebody. I've got I, a little like black kitty that lives next door to me, but it's really skittish. Mm. But I know exactly like where it lives at my neighbor's house, and it's. It's so sweet. It it looks like just the sweet. It's got a little sweet soul that like radiates from its body. I just want to go pet it really bad, but it's like don't touch me, and then it runs away. So, well, yeah, it was one of those things where we we see this cat before. It's a very friendly cat. It's a very talkative cat. So I pet it or whatever. It followed me, but you got to be careful with that because Ashley was not luckily with me because she would have probably just picked it up and ran off with it. Right. But the other day we were out walking. And apparently we walked by this lady's house and there was this cat that came out and we pet it. And the lady was like, yeah, that cat just had kittens for the second time in like three months. And there was nine of them. And she's like, you want a cat? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa back it down. No, lady. Whoa. No. Ashley, look, what, yes, what are you no. doing? Yes, I want a cat. Stop it. No, I don't want a cat. <laughs> totally want a cat. No, don't want a cat. So I've almost, almost been forced into adopting several, several field lions. I love field lions. Despite the fact that our leases we can't have pets, Ashley. <sighs> We are going to figure out who is the worst parker in Cash Valley this week. There's one that still, to me, does not make any sense whatsoever. See it for yourself. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. But we'll get some last-minute digs in while voting is still open. Make sure you vote for Park Narks because you uh, could win McDonald's gift cards. Maybe just maybe the last two that we've got. AJ and McCall on VFX. There's one that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Now, look, we put the Park Nark nominees up, but we're not the ones that pick them out. No. People go out and they do what they're supposed to. They're like, hey, this valley is a great place and we will not have it besmirched by this crap whack parking. The audacity. Nominee number one, Triangles. We don't need those. I could park here. Yeah. Now, it's very important because it is a doppelganger, a certain someone in this building's car. So now, Opie the Sub's getting a bad name because yeah. this Subaru's over here like, oh, triangles, parking spots, whatever. I take both. They're all the same. It's cool. I hate to break it to you. I'm the one who has Opie the Sub, and I'm thoroughly disappointed in True. this. How dare you? Opie's done nothing except for get hit and door dinged. <laughs> And attacked by deer for some reason. Deer don't like her. <laughs> Nominee number two. My mom said I could do anything I put my heart to, so I decided to be a crappy Parker. I mean, good for you, man. Shoot a little higher. I mean, yeah. You you could really um, aim your aim your eyes on a higher prize. I mean, there is a some kind of food truck in that background over there. Go hang out over there. Yeah. In, the, in picture number two. Now, this is the staff pick. This is the AJ and McCall vote. 
This is the one we do not get. This is the one we think is the worst. That being said, doesn't mean that you think it's the worst. No. We're just telling you because it is a... So as opposed to the lines that divide the spots going straight up and down, it's angled. Mm-hmm. So this car is parked perfectly lined to the SUV who's past its spot, two spots down. The problem is because of the angle, it is not even in a spot whatsoever. No. See for yourself. It makes, is in the drive. How do you how do you get out? Like, Nobody can you, drive there. You get out of the car and you're like, eh, whatever. I'm, I'm running into. It doesn't I don't matter. know what parking lot that is. It's far from the entrance. That's all I can tell you. It looks very distant from the entrance. Good news. They're very unlikely to get door dinged in this situation. You Bad s- news. Very T-boned. likely to get t boned Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Trade a door bean for a t bone. Thank you. <laughs> Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX vote. Vote for which Park Narc nominee you think is the absolute worst because it could uh, win you the, one of the last pairs of our McDonald's gift cards we're giving away. And, of course, the Narker's going to win. And if you see bad parking, get that entered in. Take a picture, safely send it to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX. Much ado been made about this whole gas rise thing, McCall. So with prices shooting through the roof, my question has been, what is the one of three choices I feel like there are when it comes to filling up your tank? Oh. Loyalty, price, proximity. Mm. Much ado been made about these gas prices, and reasonably so. The gas station up here on the corner just this week heard me curse very loudly out loud when I finally filled up my tank, and I'm like, good gosh! I just drive a tiny little Nissan. It's hey. been like four months since AJ had to put gas in his car. Something I guess like you went. I guess you went like you drove somewhere. But I mean, whatever. before that, yeah, right, four months, right. AJ McCall at VFX. So the question becomes because I also am one of those people. I'm running that sucker down to empty, especially now. I'm gonna get as much out of that as I can no. squeeze. But the question is, when it comes to gas, uh, getting gas, there was a poll that was done, and it was two. It was closest or cheapest. And I think that's respectable, but I think they missed the third category, which is loyalty. Yes, and that's where I fall is I stop at one that I can't say because people get mad at me. But let's just say it rhymes. It has to do with uh, Top Gun (laughs) and Goose. They're very respectful. So those are three. So according to the poll, uh, uh, said one in six people said it depends on either cheapest or closest, but of the people who did answer, 46% said they go to the closest gas station. Uh-huh. So for me, it's it's also loyalty. I use the one on the corner because they, they're really, they've they really been really polite to me the times we've gone on there for whatever reasons, and they right. work with the station. Right. And they're always great. That being said, I remember once upon a time, back when I was living in Indiana, and I thought to myself, I'm going to game the system. I'm going to download that Gas Buddy app. I am Dude. never going to pay for expensive gas ever again. Yeah. It is not worth it's it. It's really not. It's stupid. I, I downloaded it way back in the way day uh, at when, yeah, you know, I wasn't financially anywhere smart. So, <laughs> but it was like, oh, hey, and this is when I was living in Brigham City. Huh. There's a gas station in Plymouth and they like their prices. Typically, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drive all the way to Plymouth to go and get my gas. And it's like, no, dude. You live in Brigham, okay? Yeah. You're going to spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long. I don't know how long it takes to get there, okay? I'm just on the road. You're going to drive that far? No. No, thank you. When it comes to gas, I have done a better job at, like, filling up basically at a quarter of a tank. Because I get, I get worried. And it's only just because, only just because of those people that ended up going and hoarding gas. 
because it's like, I don't want to be down at empty and then be like, hey, we're in a gas hoarding situation. So good luck. I mean, may the odds be ever in your favor. I don't want to make you go fill up a bajillion times, but I think that'd be hilarious. But I just want to tell you, when I was up in Franklin on uh, Wednesday, I saw someone fill up not only their truck, but at least five canisters. Yeah. And usually like with that, it's tis the season though, because boats and, and, uh, four wheelers and (laughs) no, for real though. Like we've got, I think we've got three based on our, but we have to have like a blend with like the oil for our, I don't remember what. Here is my tip for you to save money for your gas. What you do is, if you live in the same town or somewhere near the same town that your parents lived in, you ask your dad. That's what I just, I download oh. that Gas Buddy app, but I found out real fast, yeah, I'm not willing to drive that far. Eh, what's the closest near me that's cheapest? All right, cool, two cents, I don't care. It wasn't, wasn't worth it. But you go, like, hey, Pops, where's the cheapest gas? He goes, oh, yeah, I saw a super test that it was only, it was like 15 cents. And Pops, he knows, he knows. Here's the real... Here's the real testament to how you know you're an adult. You sign up for one of those loyalty programs that kicks off like six cents or whatever based on you joining their loyalty program. I'm just saying. I hear you. That's what you do. I hear you. I mean, I mean, Smith has that reward thing. You're like, ah, 10 cents a gallon? Heck yeah. Man, I feel so old. I really don't like that we just talked about this because it makes me feel like a million years old. Okay, well, we'll take a step backwards. So with obviously these gas prices, you can't afford your own apartment anymore. So if you move home, kids, are you expected to pay rent? Because one kid got the royal treatment. I just want to be very clear. When you hear me say a kid gets the royal treatment, I know normally royally is used to describe like, oh, thank you, my kid. And treated very well. No, no, no. I meant royally like, oh, my gosh, what a hose job. Wow. AJ McCall on VFX. Because, look, if you were to say I have turned 18 and I'm staying at home for a stretch and your parents said, oh, time for you to pay bills. I would like to think all of us as responsible adults, even at the age of 18, would be like, Fine. All right, I figured that was probably the case. Get this. Okay. The reason this story has come up is because there was a teenager who found himself in that weird middle period, right? When you've just finished high school, but college hasn't started yet, right? Where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. So his parents said, all right, well, since you're 18 and you're living at home, you got to pay for half the bills or half the utilities or part of the utilities and uh, pay for rent. And he was like, cool. And they're like, all right, great. $1,300 a month plus utilities. He's like, whoa, ho, 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 ho. Hold up. That's a lot, man. The kid goes on to say that that is basically what you can get a one-bedroom place for in the area he lives. Mm-hmm. So he did what I think most people do, be like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm gonna moving go, out. I'm going to go shop around. Surprise. It's not done. That's the That was the move. That was the reason why they did that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I thought, too, yeah. until he moved out with a friend and he said that I'm paying my part of the bills, food, all for less than my parents would charge me. His parents then guilt tripped him and told him they couldn't be believe he was being so selfish as to not help out the family. Because my thought was the same as yours. They were like, ah, this is going to be good. He's going to move. We got the house. And then they were like, oh, ma'am, what? You brought shame on the dojo. I cannot believe you. (sighs) Look, okay, look, I understand if you needed like help or something and you said, hey, buddy, this is what's going on. We're kind of having some issues. Is there any way you could like kick a few bucks over here or whatever? Sure. Obviously. These guys don't have great communication skills. So maybe, just maybe, you need to work through that. Also, not your responsibility. You didn't buy the house. You just got born. My question, did that be like, they said, 
how are they getting through without him paying it? Because he obviously wasn't before because they had the conversation, you're 18, now you got to do it. And he was like, okay, cool. And they were like, all right, we're going to charge you an arm and a leg. He was like, ah, you know, actually, I'm going to move out. So they were getting by fine, it would seem like, without him there, without him paying. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're, oh. Whatever will we do? I don't know. I have no what? idea. For the record, I didn't have to, and I'm very grateful, and I don't mean to say that you should, but like if you were to say, hey, you're eight over 18 and you live here now, it's time for you to pay something. I had to pay something. Yeah. I'd pick up some more bills or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, great. But, I mean, $1,300? Unless you're living in a mansion and you get your own wing or something, I didn't think so. Sweet. I, I still haven't wing. paid that amount for an apartment. I want my own wing. <laughs> well, then get me. <laughs> to quote one of my favorite Batman musicals of all time, be born rich. Mm, got it. I'll try that next time. Speaking of parents... As one coworker said to me yesterday, who is a parent, AJ, I think you'd be surprised at how fast a second is or how slow a second is to a baby. I believe they've mastered time travel. Okay, fine. All That's right. There's still no excuse for losing them. No. One parent, well, she tried to accidentally steal a kid, and now we're all going to get lost. My greatest fear as a child, or at least what I told my mom anytime she turned the corner at a grocery store just out of eyesight, the kid got stolen. Ugh. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated aid on VFX. So according to video surveillance, a woman uh, accidentally, is what she's claiming, and it would appears to be, but accidentally kidnapped another toddler. She was holding her own daughter who was dressed in a pink coat and a hat, but then another mom ran up and it turned out that was uh, her daughter because it turned out they were the same age and wearing identical coats and hats and they had just had some kind of mix-up. Which has to be terrifying, hilarious, and like, oh my gosh, I didn't steal your kid. I'm so sorry. The video itself is hilarious. Like, I've seen it because you can see the pure panic that comes across the lady who's holding the baby that's not hers face. You can see her like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, where's my kid? And she's like, we're here. I got it. Like, it's fine. So the question becomes, as my greatest fears realized, question becomes as parents, where you lose your kid? And lose maybe a little bit of it. You lost sight of it or thought she had sight of it. It was like, oh, no, they pulled the old switcheroo. They parent-trapped you. They parent-trapped you, that's for sure. Because once upon a time, uh, I, I love Batman. Still to this day, loved him as a kid. So I had Batman everything. So one day when I was, I don't know, five, six, probably four or five, I was wandering around Walmart and I got lost from my mom because, you know, you play the game you're like, ah. Oh, I'm going to hide in the clothes, and I'm going to run around, see if I can get away. Mm-hmm. And then you get lost, so then, and I haven't heard this in a while, so maybe we're doing a better job watching our kids. They go to the loudspeaker system, and they say, all right, ma'am, tell us what your kid looks like so we can say, hey, everybody keep an eye out for AJ. He's so and so high. He looks like this. What's he dressed like? Batman. Like Batman. He's dressed like Batman. <laughs> keep an eye out for AJ. He's dressed like Batman. <laughs> we got Jen on the line. Jen, about, what about you? What about you? Uh, I got uh, I got lost dressed as Batman. My mom described that. What about you? You got a story? That's kind of weird. But no, uh, I lost a kid at a carnival once. Oh not no! Left him there, but oh, so that's terrifying. Yeah. You gotta be a, you gotta yeah. be scared that your kid's actually gonna be a carny. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna. Ask- I mean, yeah, I was going to ask, how did the kid take that? Because initially you're like, yeah, rides and stuff, but carnivals are terrifying. They're so scary. Oh, it didn't phase him at all. Oh, oh okay. 
That's good. Thank yeah. goodness. He's he was totally fine. Yeah. Oh. I was a little freaking out. Oh, your poor soul I, I at that point. I can't understand why. <laughs> to just be like so scary. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, being Batman in Walmart, is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. I thought we were friends, but I appreciate it. Get roasted, AJ. <laughs> Okay, wait a second. Hold on. I lose my kid. All of a sudden, Jen's like, well, we clearly know who the weird one is here. It's you. AJ, it's okay. We wow. own it. Remember? That's wow. literally our whole job. I told the story. Of course I own it. I didn't, I didn't say, like, my mom lost me. I said, I ran off dressed as Batman. Yep. I had I had the, the van. Like, they weren't vans, but I had the vans. I had the glow-in-the-dark Batman symbol on them. Mm-hmm. I had Batman shorts and T-shirt, and mm-hmm. I had the cape and cow combo. Just so we're all clear, I'll, I'll own it. That's what I looked like. It's pretty impressive. But getting lost in a Walmart as Batman, though, ain't as bad as getting lost in a carnival. Clowns eat kids. It's a fact. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that they do. Sorry <laughs> to terrify you, children, but yes. <laughs> Speaking of parents, great story, Jen. Thanks for sharing nonetheless. Regardless if I got roasted or not, it was regardless if it was warranted. I've I've had parrots on the brain recently. So in this case, do you think that either of these parrots, the lady that was went viral, Jen, I suppose my mom, if you wanted to group her in there as well, do you think they were the the stern parent or the pushover parent? I don't know. Because to be honest. it has become quite clear with a certain friend. Uh, friend couple of mine. Which one is which? Oh. And it, they dig on hard in this one. Okay. Does every parent start off thinking, okay, no, no, I'm definitely not going to be the pushover parent. I'm going to be, I'm going to be stern but fair. Right? Everybody's like, I'm going to walk the middle ground. I think so. AJ but... McCall for the Automatrix Group debate date on VFX. At the end of the day, I don't think that ever happens. Because I feel like, like, Maybe not having kids of my own, neither is McCall. I feel like it's like that makes sense. Everybody thinks that. And then maybe as you get a little bit older, maybe you get a little bit closer. You can identify based on your partner who's going to be who or who's who's at least leaning which way. Uh-huh. The reason I bring it up is because of a friend of mine, a couple, a friend uh, had their have their daughter, and we we had fun with it, poking fun at who was going to be the stern parent, who was going to be the pushover ahead of time, and it's it's gone that way. <laughs> the pushover parent. It's gone off the deep end in terms of being a pushover because we have a kind of a running gag in our friend group because they're always like, ah, oh, you got to go to bed. We hear it all the time, like when we're talking to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, all right, all right, put it now. Over, under, hour. Will the kids still be up in an hour? Yes. <laughs> Start playing the guessing game. The answer is it. yes, definitely. Because they've become quite the pushover parent. And, and, I, and from a distance, you know, they do what they do, and I'm sure they're raising a lovely kid, and I have no doubt that they are because I love them to death. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to see because we were like, oh, yeah, they're totally going to be the pushover parent, and then they've gone off the deep end, and they're like the the pushiest of pushover parents. <laughs> so the question then becomes, uh, we'll get to the poll of the day, we'll get to that, but uh, which would you be if you ever find yourself in that position? Are you going to be the pushover parent or the stern parent? I feel like I'm probably going to be the one that's like, I think I'll be okay. Well, okay. I think I'll be okay. I think I'll do all right because I'm working on things to be able to like progress and whatever, you know, therapy and all that jazz. But I, I, I think I'll probably be the one who overreacts to like everything. I'll probably be externally like, this is great. It's all right. It's fine. And inside I'm like, I, hmm. 
I want to say that I'm going to be the stern one because I know how Ashley is with everything. Uh huh. But with that being the case, it's probably going to be the complete opposite, and I will be the absolute pushover. And actually be forced to put the the rules in place. Because that's the funny thing about my friend that's the pushover parent. The other one has kind of been put in place of being stern. And I think <laughs> I think that uh, their kid has kind of gotten sort of two pushover parents. Because no one wants to be the one that's always the bad cop. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the bad cop all the time. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be the good cop. So then when there's two good cops, well, then, then all bets are off. The kid's getting whatever they want. They're playing the system. They know what's up. Yeah. They know what's up. The Thermo Fisher poll of the day, are you a stern parent, are the stern parent, or the pushover parent? And I'm kind of curious to see how this goes, because I would like to think most people would start and say they walk the line. I'm right in the middle. Evenly balanced, say Jane McCall. Evenly balanced, depending on the situation. Very rarely is life that clear cut. Yeah. Utah's VFX on our Instagram for the Thermo Fisher poll of the day. We believe in the passive-aggressive high road on the AJ and McCall show. You get a little bit of revenge, but you don't do it spitefully. That being said, what happens when uh, someone decides to get revenge on a high school bully and it has to do with a special cake being replaced? Uh-oh. Evil or genius? Mm. Thank goodness for the friend line. So if it wasn't for these messages, how would we have known? Because no one's going to tattle on themselves on this one. Get a load of this, McCall. Okay. AJ McCall at VFX says, my friend and I work at a bakery. And apparently, last week, this girl came in that uh, was a bully to my friend that works with me at the bakery. Said eight years had passed and she hates this girl with a passion. Well, apparently, she came into the bakery, the, the lady did, the bully, because she wanted to make a baby reveal cake. She had the baby's gender in an envelope, but wanted it to be a surprise for all the people at the party. She was saying how excited she was, and deep down, they both hoped for a boy as their first child. So my friend took the envelope uh, and said that they were gonna, she was going to make the cake. So they said that it was going to be a boy, but they decided to make the cake inside pink anyway. Oh. She also threw the results away and put a different piece of paper in there and was going to play dumb if they asked. She doesn't know yet what happened because she hasn't been paying attention to the Instagram stories, but she's going to find out. But it's been four days and she hadn't heard anything yet. I think it might be a little bit too mean, but she insisted it's nothing compared to what this bully put her through in high school. Evil? Yes. Or genius? No. Definitely not genius. Uh, Obviously, there is a lot that you need to work through because it sucks that your bully in high school was like that. But your bully in high school probably didn't have the coping mechanisms necessary to be able to deal with the things they were going through. And so they just used you as their punching bag verbally, which is really not cool. But kids are not nice. Mm. So you're a grown up. You now have the, the skills to be able to create a different story. And this is the story you're making after eight years of not seeing each other. This is the path you're choosing. N- no, Do- that's manipulative. <laughs> that's that you are making very distinct moves to be a jerk. If you really wanted to move on, you wouldn't. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think that this friend basically actually I have no idea because friend of friend. I don't think she tried to move on. No, I think she's getting a little bit of a little bit of closure. So I was trying to think. I was like, well, you know, they're going to go to the doctors again. So they're going to find out. And it'll be the, all that stuff. And I was like, okay, so there's not going to be, I think, anything to. And then I was like, oh, wait. But they start spending money now. Right. Whoops. That's exactly what it turns into. You start spending money. They start doing this. It's a bigger 
it's a bigger um, financial move than anything. And, you know, obviously this is something that's very near and dear to their hearts. And that's it's, also it's different. It's it's worth noting that when you mess little little bit different level, but still in the same realm. But when you mess with people's family, ooh, buddy. Yeah. Specifically kids, it's, I feel like mm, it's so you're gonna toe a line. People ain't gonna be afraid to cross. Yeah, it's so much that's so much meaner. That's a that's a mean move. And honestly, I think it would be something I I am not a boss. That would be a fireable offense though. That is not something that you you can't no. I'm laying it down. I, there's, it's there's not, your there's, strict parent energy right there. There is nothing that's okay about this. Nothing. No, I, you I, know, I if you're still frustrated with her, you know what you need? Therapy. You know what you need? Journaling. Just figure out why you're so upset. Move on. Move forward. It has been decided. Evil. Yep. Just yesterday, McConnell talked about something. She said, I don't go around all the time shouting, yeah, Utah, what's up? I don't get it. Ironically enough, the internet was listening to you because oh, good. I was then sent a list compiled of the, get this, the 50 state-shaped things that each state loves the most. How is this even a thing? I don't know. What is Utah's? I don't know why this is a thing, but after talking about Utah Pride yesterday, AJ McCall at VFX, McCall being like, yeah, Utah! The internet was like, oh, okay, got you. You need something to be proud of for your state? Okay, how about the 50 things that the states love the most that are state-shaped? That's weird, but okay, I'm in. (laughs) Now, I'm going to send you this picture here, and I want you to guess. Because, of course, when you do something like this, right, it's got to give you the map, and then it's got to have all the pictures, so it's teeny, teeny, tiny, Mm -hmm. and you got to figure it out. I want you to tell me what you think the Utah one is. I don't know, probably like a cutting board or something. I could see that. There's definitely wood there. I had to I had to go in the article and dig deep to figure out what the heck that is. It is a custom-made bass guitar. A DIY bass guitar is the most uniquely popular product in Utah that's shaped like Utah. That's weird. Now, look, I'm not the most avid of concert goers, but my girlfriend is, and I know McCall's been to a few of them. Have you ever, ever, not just, you know, I won't even say bass guitar, seen any guitar cut in the shape of Utah? No. Say, that's the thing. Like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's way it's way better than it could have been. Sure. I had no idea what I was expecting, but I've also never seen that. So how can it be the most popular thing? It's a little weird. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. That's weird. I, I, don't, I don't know how I would feel about that. How about our neighbor to the north, Wyoming? Their most popular state-shaped thing, jigsaw puzzles. That's one what, of the most what, boring state shapes. I, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, oh, dude, no. I'm a Wyoming-shaped cutting board. I gotta solve Wyoming. Slightly off kelter. What oh, do I do? Oh no! Really? Oregon is mirrors. Like, what? Why would you want a weird-shaped mirror, like with jagged edges or whatever? Yeah, what's the? That's weird. What? That's really weird. What in the? South Dakota is string art. What in the hell is string art? Those ones are cool. Those ones are neat. It's like the ones that you have, like the nails. And then you like string it and whatever, and it does like designs and shapes and whatever. Anyway, the thing that I'm intrigued to know is what is Texas? Because Texas shaped everything is pretty, True. pretty darn, it's a uh, darn part of their economy. popular. Yeah. Well, uh, I like, look, before we go anywhere, I like Texas. Okay. <laughs> the, Moving forward. The uniquely popular product shaped like Texas is fruitcakes. 
Well, you know, nothing says Texas like a fruitcake? No, mark? no, nothing says, not no. That doesn't say Texas at all. It makes literally no sense. I'm very confused. I expected some kind of red Signs? meat thing, like a yeah. steak. Yeah. The most popular state-shaped thing in Texas is a Texas-sized shape. Steak. Steak shape. <laughs> Texas-shaped steak is what he was going for. All of that. By the way, I figured out where all those all those millennials who need their participation trophies are. Oh, good. New Hampshire's most uniquely popular product, shaped like the state of New Hampshire, which, uh, forgive me, New Hampshire, I don't remember what state you are. You look weird. Trophies. Okay. The all tiniest, right. one of the tiniest states. Trophies. That's weird. Can I get you a New Hampshire-shaped trophy? No, no, you can't. How about a trophy-shaped trophy? That'd be great. That's cool. Thanks. What? 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 All right. New question. 68255, the number to text. Start, start your text. VFX. Have you seen a Utah-shaped guitar of any sort? Cut out in the shape of a, the state of Utah. Has anyone seen question. it? Because the DIY bass guitar shaped like Utah is our most popular Utah-shaped thing. And I'm there's, just... I got to be honest. I no. think there's only two of them. There has to be. There has to be like two Utah-shaped guitars. And they thought, yep, that's enough. One coincidence. Twice. We're making a pattern here, my friend. 68255. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Has anyone seen a Utah-shaped guitar ever? We just ain't buying it. Nope. Take McRae, Khalid, who uh, working is what it is on VFX. And I was just I was thinking, I got lost in thought. I was like, man, I haven't heard from Khalid in a while. And I was like, who hasn't that guy worked with? Like, honestly, from everything I've heard, because he's from El Paso originally, uh-huh. AJ McCall at VFX. So Las Cruces, where I worked for a year, is 45 minutes up the interstate. So I spent some time in El Paso. And I just missed him. I think he, like, blew up, like, right after I left. Sucks to be me. Right. But from all I've heard, like, one of the sweetest guys out there. Yeah. They're super kind. So, what? You want to work with Cleet? Oh, what? He wants to work with us? No way. Yeah, let's do it. I just work with everybody. Park Narcs is where we're at. AJ McCall on VFX. Figure out who the worst Parker in Cash Valley is this week. And shame them. Shame. Shame. Now, McCall and I both picked nominee number two, which is, of course, the one that's nowhere in a spot whatsoever. It's very shocking. It's a slanted parking lot. They've lined up with the car two slots down from them. The mm-hmm. SUV, who's also parked over their line, which means they're not in a parking spot at all. They're out in the alleyway. Yep. Nominee number one was the one that decided, hey, also slightly angled parking lot. I'm not only going to park in my spot, I'm going to park in the triangle next to me to make sure that nothing happens. And in fact, a former worker here, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle C, said that that's actually a good way to not be door dinged. It's, I mean, yeah, just T boned. <laughs> I mean, that's just great. You know what's a good way to not have my car uh, get, get wrecked is to, you know, park. Where mm-hmm. I should. Yeah. Away from other people, though. Yeah. Now, McCall and I picked nominee number two, and I, there's no beating around the bush. This one won in convincing fashion. Yeah. Because it's not even parked, technically. No. I mean, if you define parked as putting it in a designated parking spot, it's just stopped somewhere it's not supposed to be. Technically, it is parked, though, because it's in park <laughs> position. It's, like, no, it's, it's just it's, without movement at this moment. Correct. But nonetheless... Congratulations to uh, our Narker, who's, of course, going to get hooked up with McDonald's. They win, and they are also going to get the uh, Aquatech car wash. So big ups to them. Woo-hoo. Also, last the McDonald's going out to one of our voters who uh, voted in on Instagram. Congratulations to Moni. She's going to get two McDonald's gift cards as well for simply voting for Park Narks. Yay!
Yay! So congratulations to everybody that wins. No congratulations ever to anyone that gets featured on Park Narks. You suck. If you see bad parking, safely take a picture. Submit it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX, and you can win as well. What do you have that we could steal? Put on the VFX Facebook page to make people get a little chuckle, maybe a little thought going on going into the weekend. Agent at McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, we're going to steal your stuff. Just what friends do. Sorry. Look, your shirt, my shirt, my hoodie, your hoodie. I'm a dude. I've grown up with the entire time. I've got siblings and I've had girlfriends. Tough. But good news, we give you credit. Yes. It's not like any time I get one of my sweatshirts stolen, it has a nickname or name tag says AJ Sweatshirt. No, it's oh, just wow, not my that's name. that's AJ Sweatshirt. Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, McCall, what did you land on? Well, I landed on my friend BJ's post. It says, person giving me directions. You can't miss it. Me. Maybe stop making assumptions about me. <laughs> <laughs> Who would even bother to say that? I, I've said it, that before. You, I'm like, you literally can't. Like, there's nothing. But when I when I usually am giving directions, it's like to my house or to nah. whatever. And I'm like, there's like nothing for days. And then all of a sudden, bam, house. You literally can't miss it. No, you don't do the can't miss it. You always have to give them a, if you hit the da da da, you've, you've gone, gone too, too far. far. You got to give them those. Oh. Uh, I landed on Meet Me Memes. It says, me, I want a gun belt I can fit around my cat. Gun shop. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Me, but I can call her Kitty Kitty Bang Bang. Okay. Gun shop, nothing. Me, nothing. Gun shop, give me your measurements. Yeah, that's hilarious. You can win. <laughs> the, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Do the same for Utah's VFX. And of course, I know it's a lot. There's also AJ and McCall. And if you missed it, uh, one of the new latest things we'll have coming out on top of a bunch of other stuff we've been doing for AJ, A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L on Facebook and Instagram. It's a behind-the-scenes look at the studio and where we work and all that. So find us, add us, follow us, subscribe us, whatever it is. For whatever social media you pick, do all of them. Yeah. Do that. Please, because hint, hint, wink, wink, maybe, just maybe today, question mark? Yes. Safely submit your Park Narc nominees to Utah's VFX. We'll get ready for another round of that on Monday. And then uh, we'll see you on Twitch. Yep. Search for AJ Shift 7 for Ampersand McCall. Uh, the after show comes back today, obviously, with no more holidays. That's at 1030. So if you haven't found us there, be there. We do all the stuff that we can't do on the show and behind the scenes. It's fun. It gets weird. It's great. We have the best time. Yeah, usually the horoscope stuff squeaks in there like once a month, and then it, we're like, hey, we're not going to believe this this time, even though it's been true every other time. It possibly may today. There oh, was something gosh. that came up yesterday that I was like, oh, wow, we need to talk about this. I but somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. At this, at this point, I don't know what it was, so we'll see. I may I, have just blurred it from my, from my brain. <laughs> other than that, watch out for coked out tiger muskies, and until Monday for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX. <laughs>